shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Praise God. It's really the season of the Spirit. Uh, you're welcome again this morning. The Lord bless you as you are here to listen to this uh, broadcast and to the teaching this morning of the Spirit. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we ready to be blessed in the house today? Are we ready to hear His words today? Amen. Our hearts open this morning. Amen. Is your heart open this morning? Is your mind open this morning? To hear instruction from the Lord. To hear the teaching of the Holy Ghost. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's good to see everyone again. Uh, is it okay if I say I've missed you <laughs> so much? <laughs> uh, is my permitted to say that? <laughs> we have missed you so much. Amen. Uh, Christianity was designed for us to meet. For us to say fellowship. Amen. You know that scripture that Peter was reading when he was praying about doctrine and fellowship from Acts of, of Apostles. So the reason for Christianity is to learn doctrine and to fellowship. It's just, it's just not the same, man. It's not the same. Something is missing when there's no fellowship. Amen. So I'm so happy to see you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want us to have an open heart this morning, afternoon, as we delve in the world. Uh, I know that uh, in this season we need more teaching, amen, than ever before. The Bible says that put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand all the wiles of the devil. Again, it says, put on the whole armor of God, that may be able to stand in the evil day. Amen? It means that without the armor of God, you will not be able to stand in what? In the evil day. And when he began to describe the armor, it was doctrine. Gospel of peace is doctrine. The spirit of righteousness is doctrine. That's the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Righteousness revealed from faith to faith. Amen. Uh, the shield of faith is doctrine. For faith cometh by hearing the word and the word and the word. Amen. Uh, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. It's doctrine. You see, so the armor of God is developed by doctrine. Amen. And there's no way. Are you with me? Are you with me? There is no way you can stand the evil day if you don't have doctrine. That's what the Bible is saying. Am I communicating? Uh, see, if we want to survive these days, amen. It's very clear that we are entering, I don't know, I don't mean I'm not a fortune teller. But it's very clear that we are entering the end time. And neither am I a preacher of end time. I'm not a preacher of doom and gloom. I'm a preacher of righteousness. Doctrine of Christ. Because doctrine of Christ is the guard against the doom and gloom. You see that armor of God, you know, when I was, I was teaching yesterday in that Bible study, and I was teaching about the armor of God, our faith seekers, and, I was, uh, and they were seeing, they were showing that 
that armor of God is, is almost, when they're describing it, it's almost like God is just def- de- describing a defense, not an attack. You put on the armor that I'm able to withstand. It means that you, 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 are, you are using this word spirit to attack, but mostly you are in a defensive posture. You are guarding. Do you know why? God has too much confidence in that armor. <laughs> it's unpenetrable. There's no need to, there's no need to, you know when something cannot touch you, there's no need to attack, why are you disturbing the person? The thing about the armor of God is so strong, if you develop properly, it can withstand not some, all the wiles of the devil. Am I communicating? Not some, but what? All the wiles of the devil. And you will need it to stand in the evil day. Praise the name of the Lord. That's what the scripture says. Amen. So, Doctrine is our focus, as Pastor Femi was sharing with us, and we'll continue teaching doctrine. Amen. So I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Proverbs chapter 4. We'll be starting there today. Proverbs chapter 4. Uh, thank you, our choir. <laughs> uh, if we can join the choir, if you want to join <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I heard you know, we're having a worship event left uh, for Christmas, so if you can sing, it's a good time to join. <laughs> so join the singing, the singing group, amen, that's going to help us that night. Yes, I, I mean, you know them, right? we know them. <laughs> You'll be a witness, you know. Praise God, hallelujah. Amen. So that will be December 26th, Boxing Day, uh, from 3.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. I'll keep announcing it so we can mark our calendar worship night. We're going to be worshiping God in the beauty of His holiness. It's an awesome time. It's like last year. It was, a, it was a leading by the Spirit, a commandment. And uh, uh, God will have us do it. And uh, you'll just mark your calendar. We're also going to have like a little dinner after. You can pack it if you have to leave early, but... Uh, well, it's gonna be packaged and it's like a Christmas get together for us somehow. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And then, uh, the School of the Spirit in Ottawa is in January. I believe it's the first week of January, but it's going to be online. No! <laughs> for us. My pastor, maybe is boosting that you'll be there because the pastor. <laughs> Somebody's special birthday uh, yesterday. I don't know. I don't know if we can guess. <laughs> My wife. Femi is going to pray for her. Yes. 
I will all stretch hands to us and pray for her. Give God praise for her life. How God has helped her. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will stretch my hands one. Just go first thing God from God. Amen. Wait to be light in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
capacity, muscles in the spirit. Muscles in the spirit. Capacity to exercise ourselves in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, you see far. You will hear twice. You will see far. You will hear twice. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I just want to know that I love you dearly. chapter 4 from verse 1 the Bible says uh, hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding for I give you what good doctrine forsake ye not my law are we ready in the house today are we ready? Yes. Your heart is ready. Your mind is ready. Yes. Not just your heart only. You know, heart is for righteousness. Mind is for peace. <laughs> you get it, me? So we don't just want heart only. We want your mind. Amen. Uh, we brought snacks to this afternoon. Because I know that thing can be one of the issues of the mind. <laughs> your heart to be here, but the hunger. Has <laughs> come to the mind. <laughs> So we have little biscuits. Yes. <laughs> I typically around about 110, 1, 1.15 p.m. I'll start losing souls. <laughs> mind will start drifting. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So if you need a little bit of a snack, please go ahead. Uh, so that in the spirit, you guys should not rush me. I can tell. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. In this Proverbs chapter 4, there were beings who were speaking. There were beings who were speaking. The Father, the Son, they were speaking here. Spirits too were speaking here as well. Wisdom was speaking here. Um... We'll, we'll just start with it. So we'll just begin to see these persons. They were speaking, obviously, through Solomon. Amen. Well, it was then. I can, by the time I see, I know their signature, how they write. I know the, the tongue of the pen of a ready writer. I know how they write. Um, those Trinity, they're, they're the ones speaking here. Uh, and t- and in, in here, uh, in a simple format, you can begin to see you can see the the part of how God wants to develop you, develop a soul in this Proverbs chapter 4. So we're going to start here. Amen. Uh, so first of all, you just be clear. You will see who is speaking to start. He, he uttered it. He began. Hear ye children, the instruction of a what? Hear ye children, the instruction of a and attend to no understanding. Uh-huh. Amen. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Attend. You have to give attention to no understanding. Verse 2. What does he give? For I give you good doctrine. When they said, I give you good doctrine, it means there are other doctrines. <laughs> so, for I give you good doctrine. There's something inside that doctrine. It's called his law. Forsake ye not my law. Amen. Now, the law started talking, took over. Amen. The law took over talking. First, the father says, Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. Father, for I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. Then that law, that good doctrine, is also a person. Am I communicating? That law, that good, pe- good doctrine, is also a person. That's the son. That's Christ. He now took it up. Verse 3. For I was my father's son. Amen. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. For I was what? I was my father's son. Tender and only beloved in the sight of what? Of my mother. Amen. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise you. Welcome, my daughter. God bless you. Uh, did I greet everybody? I don't know. Did I? I'm not sure if I greeted everybody. I know I greeted the choir. We prayed for my wife. <laughs> okay, everybody, you are greeted in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we know in one of the cultures of this fellowship, we like to greet people, we like to appreciate people. First of all, because we know you must award, you must award the warfare to come and hear doctrine. We know that it's not easy for a man to come to attend to his words. Praise the name of the Lord. There are many, many, there are many, many. Let me call it this anonymity by design. There is anonymity. As against this doctrine. Amen. It says, remember, he says, I'll give you good doctrine. Actually, you had the doctrine before. He was saying he gives you good doctrine. <laughs> the, the doctrine, where did you learn that doctrine? In this world. What is doctrine? Doctrine is the body of knowledge that you use to govern your life. Yes, that's doctrine. Doctrine, when you say yeah, doctrine, you're talking about it, it sounds in my mind. What when I see when I hear the word doctrine. What, what I see in my, in my soul, in my heart, in my mind, is a book. It's a book, meaning doctrine, body of knowledge. It's not just one word, it's not just one letter. It's a doctrine, it's a web of knowledge, it's a combined, it's a book. It has volumes. Am I communicating? And everybody had volumes before you came to hear doctrine of Christ. Otherwise, <laughs> that's the reason why you did not come before. <laughs> Amen. What, what, does, what, what do I mean that you had something to live by before? Um, all the concepts of how life should be that were inaccurate, that we were using to live before, is called your doctrine. Amen. Amen. What do I mean by all your concepts? What you learned in this world, say, from when you were a baby, 
is called your doctrine. All the wisdoms and all the understandings you learnt in this world. David said it this way. For my mother's womb, I was conceived in sin. What's the opposite of sin? Faith. Or let me use the word righteousness. Amen. What? Righteousness. Am I communicating? And what, what is righteousness? Faith. No, wait. Romans chapter 1. Are you just able to guess this thing? Just. Uh, ah! Righteousness, righteousness revealed from faith to faith. But where is the righteousness coming from? Gospel of. So, what's what that? The doctrine of Christ. Am I communicating? So, it means that sin is a doctrine. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Amen? Amen. Sin is a what? Is a doctrine. And all of us have used it to live. It's actually, in a sense, <laughs> you can also call it a good doctrine. <laughs> or a powerful doctrine. Because many people are using it to live. You can be born again and yet sin is still your doctrine. Because doctrine is for soul, not for spirit. Amen? In fact, everyone who has a darkened understanding... It just means that he has another doctrine. Praise the name of the Lord. Man, this I don't know how this thing is going to be today. Huh? <laughs> uh, yes, I've seen the message, but the, the way to the message. <laughs> I, I don't know, it is becoming complex. As I, the message, as I signed the message, the message is just there. But as I'm, Opening the message, the, the way to the message becoming complex. Amen. And we must pass through the way, not so, to get to the. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, thank God we brought snacks. Uh, <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I'm laughing. I'm laughing for you people. <laughs> 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 you guys are in trouble today. <laughs> oh my God! Is able to do a quick walk. Is that possible? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Doctrine, 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 doctrine. Amen. In time past, you walked according to another doctrine. Amen. What the body of knowledge you have in your soul is what governs you. Amen. Is what what? Is what governs you. Praise the name of the Lord. Alright, let me teach you my own previous doctrine. Hmm? Which was what? Sin. I'll teach you my own. So, from, where, from my mother's womb, not so. I'll teach you my own previous doctrine, which was sin. And so, in, inside that doctrine, I'm going, to, I'm going to teach you. You see, there were some good things inside it. <laughs> you get me. That's why it's called the tree of knowledge of. There's good inside that doctrine too. 
Do you know why? Do you know why Satan put good in the doctrine? It's so that you can feel okay doing the evil. <laughs> it, it can be at peace. So he put some good in it. Some things that, and that good is just for you know to the flesh, the body. It, it appears like good. So let, let, growing up, I'll, I'll take you. I'll take you way back, way back to my to my elementary school days, primary school days. Praise God. To my primary school days. In my primary school, you know, then a lot of us were from Nigeria. Um, you will skip if you are if you are a sharp person. You will skip uh, other college. Primary five, I mean, and they just go. But you skip primary six. Yeah, so I was one of those who skipped primary six. In fact, I skipped two. In nursery, you can also skip one nursery as well. Then you now skip primary as well. When I came to Canada, I was sixteen. When I tell people I'm in university, I'm sixteen. They'll be wondering, what's wrong the problem? <laughs> Did you drop out of school or something? <laughs> Amen. Because I skipped two years essentially. I skipped uh, uh, one nursery and I skipped primary six as well. So, by the sense of the word, I was a sharp boy. Amen. Amen. So, I, this, I like I, that. You know, is the is the is the bad boys you remember the the most uh, from your <laughs> from back in your days. I always saw this friend Clifford Kai. For it was my best friend from like uh, primary three. So we came very close, primary three, primary four, we were like best ties. So every time we were, we were together, break time we were together, everything we were together. And then uh, when we used to, and we even used to sneak out of class, imagine as, as tiny as I was, before break time, do you get me? So that we can have more time to eat. <laughs> we depend on this, we get to the canteen and get our, <laughs> our lunch. So all those things. And then so many times, I don't know why, because I feel like, because maybe, you know, sometimes Satan also knows your, Satan also knows your destiny in the spirit. He will now bring such people around you. I don't know why. Some of the friends I had around me were from hell. I don't worry, you will know as I'm continuing my gist. <laughs> they were hell boys. <laughs> if I, when, I, when I graduated from, uh, from uh, my secondary school, uh, I have to be telling my brothers that if there are certain people who come, if they, if they come to my house, just tell them I'm not around. <laughs> because I know, I know they're very, just tell them that I am not at home. <laughs> That's when I was not ready to stop, drop some things. Just tell them I'm not around because I know the direction we're going. So, amen. And this story is very important because. All, every single one of us can relate to it in one form or the other. Because we, we were all conceived in what? In sin. And because it was almost a lifetime conception of development, it means you also take to be conceived in righteousness. Amen? Amen. You also take influences over time to repair the sin conception. Amen. So primary school, it's funny enough, I don't know why, and maybe it's also evil spirits that are setting that enough. Almost every other week, there will be money on the floor when we are working for that lunch. Almost every other week. Every other week. And that clip or two was also a pickpocket in addition. 
So, you know, I know your, my mother and my father will tell me that because they know that. They say, don't pick. If you see anything on the ground, don't pick it. That, you know, my mother will put it in a way that is, maybe it's witchcraft. My father will just put it in a way, don't pick it. You know? <laughs> they are just saying the same thing. So I remember that, and that law was governing me, but I had a best friend who was always taking things. And the guy was buying things that had chicken in it and fish in it. And I think I was looking good. I was tasting, you know? So I was seeing the good. I was testing and seeing <laughs> that this way is good. <laughs> Amen. And so before I know it, I began to do the same thing. Natural, I began to do the same thing. So that's how that started. Before you know it, I entered uh, secondary school. God wanted, to, God wanted to even help me that initially I did not, I wanted to get admission to King's College. They didn't give me admission the first year. It was actually God saving me, I was angry. Because what I even ended up being in this short time I was in King's College was, imagine if I added one more year, it would have been a disaster. So, it, my, so I had to go to with a, a community college with my mom. You even hear the name. They call it Obele Community College. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What kind of picture is this? <laughs> for, my, for, my, for the first year of my... <laughs> <laughs> I was angry. I was angry. I was like, why is my life right? Why can't it not just be smooth? All my brothers just went to kids college for real. So I had to wait one year. But eventually my GS in my GS2, the second year, I entered King's College. Amen. I entered King's College. By my third year, I had made a friend called Casey. <laughs> And Casey had two cousins. I used to call them. Yeah? They used to be this movie called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I used to call them. <laughs> the Good, because one of them was always a prefect. I remember a very, very, very perfect, pure boy. He doesn't go to everything. But the other two cousins are the worst boys in school. The worst, the, like literally, the worst boys in school. <laughs> so, and they hate it whenever I call them that. <laughs> I got a good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> but Casey was my friend, was my best friend by the third year of school. And Casey was another higher grade of stealing. You know those boys when you are in boarding school, in boarding school, that you will have, uh, they will give you a, what do they call that thing? A locker. It's a, and you will lock it. If Casey cannot pick the lock, then you know behind the the, the, the locker is the, you know the wood in front of the locker is strong. The one behind is is light. Yeah. <laughs> Casey does have to <laughs> cut the thing and go and get something. Hi, <laughs> Jesus. By the time we got to our fourth year, Casey was now into books. He's going to CMS. <laughs> Same as uh, sell books. books. Yes, books. Yes. You know books that you use for school? No, no, you steal the book and you go and sell it in CMS. Imagine. You go and sell it in CMS and they will now use the money to do overnight gaming. Hey, <laughs> that was the good of it. <laughs> overnight gaming, we will play game overnight and they will now go back to we now walk back to Annex, as the other, the King's College there, walk back to it in the morning. But long enough, you know, God was still trying to reach me all those times. I remember one time we were walking back to school, 
like a 30 minute walk. At 4 a.m. in the morning, I saw this woman praying to God. I was just hearing noise in the marketplace. The market was not open, she was praying. I said, What's wrong with this woman? What's, what's this, all this? It's noise, like crying to God. Do you know what I said in my heart? I was like, God, please answer this woman. <laughs> I was like, I four a.m. in the morning. This is serious. God, you just have to answer the woman. But you know that was something goes. So I just, I that till today, I still remember that encounter. Yes, it was messy. I still remember that encounter. That wow, look at the look at the passion. Look at the look at the pain that she's going through. Amen. Bye. SS two. <laughs> Another level. We are we are we are making. <laughs> You know, you are, you are going from, as you are going from glory to glory, you can't hear it. Oh, God, have mercy. We are now still in uniforms. From the, from the school shop. Wow. It's cool. Yes. Get in the, the school they have windows, they close it with the they have close with a uh, wooden board at the back. So it's easier to go from the back, open the wooden thing and then they have a gate. You now use a stick to hook it out. <laughs> Amen. So and then you know I think at that point, at that point God was seeing my trajectory. And so at, there was a time where I was caught. Hey. Yes, uh, yes. So the I was suspended from uh, I was deboarded. So essentially, I and that, <laughs> I was deboarded from uh, from secondary school, and then so that's why I I was now a day student, and now I was still SS3. I was the thing that was in SS3 was still also very terrible. But imagine if I was a boarding school in SS3, and you may not see me here today, because I'll have gone far. All, all my my friends were the worst. Boys and people, used to, I'm not even that big, but people used to be afraid of me. Not because of me, because of me. <laughs> we used to be literally afraid of me. Amen. Uh, I didn't even know how wicked I was to the junior students until I came to collect my results. <laughs> and I just did like vultures, so they just hovering around. <laughs> I just went in and it was Jeff that saved me that day. Because <laughs> I went to Jeff, my cousin was staying with me in Lagos for that summer. And we went together. And so my, my cousin was like, why is everybody just speaking negative about you? <laughs> I went to the, 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 the vice principal. He's going to be so much. You know who? In fact, <laughs> that was another story. Amen. She used to keep, she used to catch me outside school. When you're a body you're not supposed to be outside. <laughs> So when 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 I come, say you, you just you don't do my hair like this. You just you just say you first pick all the this thing. Everybody, the principal will come say another thing. So Jeff was like, James, why is everybody so negative about you? Wow. <laughs> Amen. And then so after we finished collecting my results, I went to go and buy food from the canteen. And that's when all those boys, those you know, they all gathered. Many of them. 
They all gather, they're like, man, there's no way. So we, 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 you, you that did this, like, all of them are breaking up their own accusations. Ah, <laughs> and then Jeff was now trying to make peace with them and talk to them. I just used that, uh, that way to just walk away and just say, <laughs> but by the time what what we have become are you seeing movement those things are doctrine that's what it means by being conceived mine may be still a bit extreme but i know all of us have a story amen all of us have a story that in this world we're influenced by sin some some people it could be maybe one drunk uncle one uncle, one, maybe you, your, your own family will be okay. People used to go to church. But you know some uncles, you know some people, where they come, they, what they, they drink and then what they influence, or cousins, or whatever it is. Whatever it is, or even in your community out there. I know in, in my street then, after I, after I graduated from secondary school, which is high school here, that I was spent a year at home. I will spend all day out, out there. And I'll maybe drinking beer or playing cards. Stupid boys. <laughs> we'll be playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> All day. And then we'll be doing, you know, we return, we'll be gambling with it. You get with money and stuff like that. Ah, praise God. But, you know, at that point in time, after I graduated, I decided that, you know what, this thing is going too far. By myself, oh. Huh? I don't, I, I, to decide, I don't know. I just don't know. I just, I just saw, somehow, maybe it must be grace. I just saw the trajectory of my life that if I could get to the place where we can steal mercury from transformer. This is my industry. In, 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 in people's compounds. <laughs> and then this one I was passed just in school issue. <laughs> Do you get me? No, no. They, they use, mercury, use mercury to make fake money. Yeah. Yeah, he used to produce uh, fake. So we used to spend fake money on campus, on invest in secondary school there. Fake Naya. Uh, and the thing was loaded, loaded cash. We were big boys. You get it? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I deleted their... Yeah. <laughs> As I was I was plotting the trajectory of my life, I said, this one can't continue. I let me just use this opportunity that my father's house, so that tree is cut out. So whenever, as the boy that I used to, we used to connect to do that mercury business. He used to actually live close to my house. It's his brother that I really used to know, because brother was out there. His brother was, I'm sure by now, I don't know if his brother is in prison, who knows. But he's the one that used to arrange the printing of the money and everything. So he used to live close to my house. Before he used to come to my house with gist. But after I graduated, I just told everybody in my family that if this boy comes to my house, just tell him that I am not at home. <laughs> I was not responding because I knew the direction of that. What will happen is that if he comes with hunger, then I will now go to his house. Not so. And then if I go to his house, I meet the brother. Not so. And then what, what are we going to be discussing about? Uh-huh. So I just, I just cut that off like that. Yes. What was that? Uh, it was God. I don't know. I don't know how to. I, uh, and and I believe it. Sometimes it's probably the seed that God has put in me from when I was young. I remember when, uh, when I was younger, my uh, the first person to get born again in my family was my mom in the 80s. Uh, and and that was because what drove her to God really to get born again 
was because unfortunately she lost two babies uh, from jaundice. So you know Nigerians because it from jaundice. Who was supposed to be my senior? I'm the last one. But earlier in the it after she, the second one, she started going to deeper life. She was like, something is wrong here. There's some spiritual thing here. And then she began to, that's when she became a Christian. And uh, my father wasn't a Christian then yet, but she was always going for prayer meetings, everything, because she, she didn't want affliction. The thing happens once, it happened the second time, then he knows that there's something wrong. And so she, and she's, she's really the one who has prayed for the family. And then, uh, and continues to pray. because <laughs> she lives in the house. <laughs> Amen. And so, uh, uh, my father did get born again. My father did not have, I father got born again, but you know, still a stubborn, they want to go to church kind of thing. So I'm, I was the only one who was going to church with my mom. Yes, when I was like four or five years old, I was the only one going to church with my mom. And I believe maybe those seeds have been planted in me. Yes, have been planted in me for those years that I was going to church with my mom. And after a while, day now, we all started going to redeem when my dad was ready to go to church. Yeah, amen. Uh, so I believe those seeds were planted in me then. And uh, something happened to me uh, when I was about uh, seven years old. Um, I'll just say this story and then we can move on. When I was about seven years old, I I went to a church with my sister to a Catholic church. And then, you know, Catholic church back home, this, this mass, massive. Uh, called a Lady of Lords Catholic Church. I also went to a Catholic primary school, Lady of Fatima in, in Syria. So when we were coming out of the service, I was holding my sister's hand, but we all that, I, I lost grip of her hand. So I got lost in Lagos. And those were the days of Cliffordology, if you remember. <laughs> those were days to sell boy, people's baby children's parts. <laughs> you know, in Lagos, it was very rampant then, where you were hearing stories of children go out and they were missing that they've used their parts for, what they call it, rituals, yeah. So I was, I was so afraid. And I was totally lost, not even half lost, totally lost. So where I was lost, the place I was lost is called Alafia. That's the that area in Lagos. So I was lost there. Um, and then I was just there, man. I, I was just confused. I was like, there's no phone. There's nothing like what you... So last, the best thing, you have to find somebody who is going to help you to go home. Why are you sure that person is not a... He's <laughs> not a ritualist, that you buy. So you see the the, 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 the the trouble I was in. And so I was in that moment, then I now I was just so I was just I just kept walking and just kept walking and just kept walking. I know everybody had dispersed, so it was really just me. And I now came to an area where there was a thief. So everyone shouting the what they call thief, ole, 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 ole. And so they cut they caught the thief and the thief had a son. So they caught both of them. I was like, ha. Huh. It's not these people who come and ask that I am lost. This one that they are catching thieves. And I say, this is the one of them. <laughs> because they wanted to burn, they literally wanted to burn him and the son alive. They already said there were tires there. One person now sent the son to go and bring kerosene. They were, they were quarter to burn. I, I said, Jesus. I said, these are not the kind of people I want to come and tell that I am lost. They will say, I'm one of the. Uh-huh. So I just kept quiet at a distance and I was confused. I didn't know what to do. So I waited. And in that season, is that is that the first time? Now I can recall and I can point it back to an angel. I think that was the first time that I felt the presence of an angel. Because a seven-year-old boy cannot be that calm. A calmness came upon me. It began to rain, actually, at that, that moment. And then a calmness just came upon me to wait. 
Imagine a seven-year-old boy just waiting for all the scene to be over and just waiting and not doing anything. So I waited and watching, waiting and watching, waiting and watching. And then um, the police now came. Somebody called the police. So before they burnt the, the thief alive, the police now came and pleaded with the people, with the community people. So let's take these people to the jail. So they arrested them and that scene passed by. But I was just waiting patiently. Then I was now waiting. I was like, what next? I was just waiting. It was some, there must have been something upon me. Because it was almost maybe 20, 30 minutes. All that scene to play out and everybody dispersed. And then after I now saw like four Okada men now coming. And I was just, it was almost like something was speaking to me. The first one, I looked at him. I didn't call him. I let him go. The second one, I let him go. The third one, I stopped him. Amen. And then I now told him that I am lost. Uh, this is my address and this and that. This man took me to my house. My sister by then was going mad that this boy should go. So when my sister saw the man, we had to pay him money. The man said, no, he's not going to take money. That the boy was lost. He just went to bring me home. That's a godsend. So when I when I think back to that moment, I know that God has been with me. Yes, I know that God has been with me. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, so it, sometimes God just we see just follows somebody's life. Amen. So for salvation's sake, Amen. So it, what am I saying? Sin is a doctrine. And some people have gone further in the doctrine than others. The same way Christ is a doctrine, some of you have gone further in Christ than others. Sin is a doctrine. And it's a doctrine that you live by. Are you seeing all those activities in life? All those activities I was engaged in was, is what? Is my a living. Am I communicating? Is a living. But it's a living that what that leads to death. For there's a way that seemeth right unto what? Unto man. But the end thereof is what? Is destruction. This is the reason why uh, a wise man, a wise man won't just follow his intellect. Yeah, am I communicating? Sometimes a wise man, this is one of the teachings that Pastor Thompson was teaching in Believer's Convention, that sometimes a wise man will do what? A wise man will wait for God's direction. That's hope. That's, that's that, it's part of the teaching of faith, hope, and charity, which is Christ, the dimensions of the doctrine of Christ. You wait for what? You wait for God's leading. Amen. And that's what the Lord began to say here in, uh, praise the name of the Lord. That's what the Lord began to say here in what? What are we reading? Proverbs chapter 4. It says, Hear ye children, the instruction of a father. And attend to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine. Now, the father is a person who gives doctrine. The doctrine himself is also what? A person. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and later the word was made flesh. So the doctrine is also a person. Praise the name of the Lord. For I give you, give, forsake ye not my love. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Are you saying that? Keep my commandments and what? And live. Amen. Keep my commandments and live. Now, that keeping of my commandments there is the keeping of what? Of his doctrine. That's why he calls it now. Watch this. Hear me, hear me. Hear me. For I give you what? Good doctrine. What is that doctrine? My law. It says, forsake ye not my law. What is law? 
For example, it's commandments. So Canada has laws. You have to obey them. Amen. And this, the way you obey these laws that we're talking about is by keeping them. When you are keeping what you are hearing, it will begin to, what does it do first? The first thing it does is that it begins to calibrate your decision making. Do you hear me? This is, not, this, is not, this is a bit different from God, Holy Ghost speaking to you. Okay, James, go and do this. The first leading, in fact, the safest leading is doctrine. Yes. In fact, to be, to be, to be, to be more perfect in the, in the leading of the Holy Ghost, am I communicating? In the leading of the Spirit, you will need doctrine as your guard. Because by doctrine alone, you can begin to gauge things. Doctrine is for judgment. When you know what the righteousness of God is, what God thinks is right, when you are now making decisions in life, you begin to judge right. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, it's part of this keeping of commandments that some of you feel bad when you are watching too many movies. Yes. When you are watching too many shows, you begin to feel bad. Is because you are keeping something. The thing you are keeping is judging, saying that what is right is for you to be hearing and hearing the word. Uh-huh. So you are feeling bad because you have not satisfied that, that thing, that righteousness. And so you have to manage the other unrighteousness <laughs> that you are doing. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So that you can, you can, you can answer the keeping of the commandment. You can feed the beast that you are keeping. Uh-huh. The Christ that you are keeping. Amen. He will be prompting you that you are staying too long in this thing. This thing is unprofitable. Am I communicating? Amen. Sometimes it's also doctrine. I'll tell you that don't be lazy. Go and study for your exam. It's also doctrine. Do you know why? Because doctrine is a balancer. It wants, it's, doctrine is balancing your life. Do you get me? There's something about doctrine. Doctrine is the reasonable aspect of God. It means that it was by doctrine. Amen? It was by doctrine that he made all things. Can someone help me read John chapter 1? You see it there quickly. It was by doctrine that he made all things. The, the Bible says, The Lord God reigneth in the affairs of men. Doctrine, we also want you to balance your personal life as well. It's doctrine that will do that. It says all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made made that was made. And who is that him? The word that we're talking about. That this same doctrine. So this same doctrine balances your life. If you want want to be balanced. People have now lied that, you know, the spirits have lied that this doctrine is you being too spiritual. No, this doctrine is you being the most balanced. Have we ever said that you should drop out from school here? Christ won't preach that. <laughs> I like how the Christ will not preach that. Because Christ knows that for your earthly life, God has a career path for you that will provide for your earthly life so that you can now do the will of God properly. Amen? The Bible says later here, let, let, let's, just, let's see one thing. This same Proverbs chapter 4. Let's read verse 22. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22. Yes. So the word of God is not only 
for giving life. It's also for health. <laughs> Are you saying that? It means it balances things. He wants you to, the word of God is what John will say. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, even as your soul prospereth. Now, many people will just go for the prospering of the outward. That's not, that means they are unbalanced. The word of God will want you to be, to be sound, inside and out. Spirit, soul, and what? And body. But if they want to give preference, soul first. That's why it says, even as your soul prospereth. So he's saying, if your soul is not prospering, I'm not quite writing the scripture for you yet. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, you can use and pray. Let me use and pray. I just ignore. Their soul is not prospering. You know, they just be praying. <laughs> what is prospering? Their soul is not prospering. They say, even as your soul prospereth. That's who he's praying for. So, soul prospereth. The word of God is the, the most balanced thing you can ever trust in. It's the most sound doctrine. If you ever want to trust in anything, trust, lay your, lay your claim on that doctrine. Praise the name of the Lord. You'll be so sound. There's one, there's one man of God who he ministers at uh, uh, Believer's Convention, Reverend Busui. Do you know what I see whenever I see? Sometimes when I see men, I just see something. Whenever I see that man, I see sound doctrine. The man is too sound. That's why sometimes people get bored when he's teaching. He goes into scriptures. Scripture upon scripture. He will show things. Amen. He's so sound. Whenever I just see him, I hear him preach. I say, this man has doctrine inside. He's speaking from a fountain. He's speaking from a sure, a solid well inside. Very complete well. That's very impressive. Praise the name of the Lord. So sound doctrine. Somebody says sound doctrine. Is balanced. Yeah. Is what? Amen. There's another dimension of God that is not balanced. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten there yet. Amen. If God permits, maybe we'll get there someday. Amen. Uh, but that, that dimension of God is love. You know love is not balanced. Uh, and Sunday is in love, you are not balanced. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's what they call it, falling in love. You are literally falling. <laughs> you are no longer reasonable. <laughs> of God, but, but even that dimension of God knows that he needs, some, he needs balance. So, you will see it in this Proverbs chapter 4. In that last dimension of God, he will tell you to go and get balance first. Before he comes. Yes. Before he comes. He, call, he calls them my law and my judgment. When, when he comes, he says, I will, he will first bring my law, and you will keep my statutes. Then you will keep my judgments and do them. That's how he is. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Can I continue? Verse 4. Proverbs 4.4. 4. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and leave. So, Father has spoken. Son has spoken. Somebody else, they want to describe somebody else, the last part of them. This one we call him the womb of mercy. 
or you'll find him in the, in the scriptures in Revelation 19 that we're singing. For the testimony of Jesus is what? Is the spirit of prophecy. Jesus is the son, the Christ we've been talking about, the balance doctrine, the law. Um, he, has, he has one that's inside. It's called the will, the love of the Father, the will of God. That's the spirit of prophecy. That one has demands. It's that one that told Jesus to go and die on the cross. That's, that's how his demands are. Because he's a love being. But we may not get there, but I just want to introduce that. Amen. What does it say verse 5? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Amen? Verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Amen? Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get what? Understanding. Now, let's go back to verse 1. It says, Hear ye the instruction of a father, and do what? And attend to no understanding. It means father gives what? Understanding. Am I communicating? It means what? Father gives what? Am I reaching somebody today? Father gives what? Let's put it this way. Inside you, you have a soul, not so. And in that soul, your soul is two. What is your soul? Victoria? The mind and the heart. Hmm? Amen? The mind is like the father to the heart. Amen? The, because you won't do anything except your mind does it. Not so. But the mind loves the desires of your heart. As the father will love the son. <laughs> so the, the heart, Christ, Christ, hear me, hear me. Christ is what? Is the heart of the father. Yes. Christ is what? The heart of the Father. When they talk about the face of Yahweh, they are talking about the Father. The one who sits on the throne is the Father. His face is God's face. Amen. Let's see, let's see, the, let's see God's face. Let's see the Father. Let's go to Numbers chapter 6. You <laughs> should be careful there, Shifra. Numbers chapter 6. Somebody help me read from verse 22. I say you have to open your heart this morning and your mind. Go ahead. And the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his son, saying, Unto his wife, he shall bless the children of Israel. Okay. 
The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be what? So it means what comes from the face is what? Is grace. Amen. What comes from his face is what? Is grace. Then he said, May he lift up his countenance on us and give thee peace. So that's all face. So what comes from the Father is grace and peace. And do you know what brings a man to peace? Understanding. When you understand. Do you know why? When you understand God fully, you will never have enmity against him. Amen? In that Bible study I teach on Friday evenings, one lady came to me many, many weeks ago. I said that... I have, I have a question, I have a problem with this God thing that you know, because we struggling with belief and all of that. That why is it that when Absalom <laughs> when Absalom slept with his sister, why is it that David did not do anything? See, I have a, that's my problem. <laughs> exactly what God approves of. Yeah. <laughs> Amen? So maybe if he was God in that situation, he might have handled it differently. But David was the one who was the king. He handled it this certain way, and he did do some things, but she felt that he did not go far enough. And I was like, you know, I, okay, I agree with you. <laughs> because last, last, I agree with you. But it's not because of David, you know, makes for God. <laughs> don't be angry at God because of what David did. Amen. So another another understanding too that people struggle with why God sent Saul to go and kill all the Amalekites. Is it a woman child? Is like, what is God? Is he a But if you have the understanding, do you hear me? And I've I've thought this many times. If you have the understanding of what the Amalekites did to Israel in the wilderness, then you you will agree. You want, and that's what that's what David had. He says that word have I hid in my heart that I will not sin against you. Understanding makes all the difference. By the time you know what they did to Israel, they were the ones who were killing Israelites from behind. They were killing the mothers, killing the weak ones, killing the children as they were journeying. Then God now swore, because he didn't want to stop the journey, that I will wipe you people out. And to confirm their mindset, it was still the same Amalekites that took David's wives and his children, and those, those people, their wives and children. Why did they not come when David was there? It means they still have the same mindset. They were there for David and his men to go for war. They were watching. They, they always they were house spies. Then they were gone. They went to go and capture the women and the children. So it means that that's is that satanic mind. And God has what God wanted to wipe out. It wasn't about the woman child. No, it's about the mind, the governance of that land. Is Satan? 
and it must be wiped out. Otherwise, if all nations, if they prosper in that wickedness, then what will all nations be fighting? How will they be fighting? They will fight the same. Why do we send strong men to go and die when we can just use wisdom and be killing the, the babies? <laughs> so God wanted to wipe that wisdom out. So understanding makes all the difference. Understanding is what we call judgment. Amen? Understanding is what we call what? Judgment. What is judgment? This is not judgment I pass judgment. Judgment is even a judge passes judgment by understanding. He will first understand the case of the prosecution, understand the case of the defense, and when he has understood what happened, he will now pass a judgment, meaning what to do as a result of what happened. Amen. And what the Father gives is what? Is understanding. And understanding brings peace. When you understand why things are the way they are, you will be at peace. Am I communicating? I can let me even make it even more very, very practical. Very, very practical. Amen. I'll make it more very, 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 very practical. Are you with me? I'll make it very, very practical. I have been tracking the people who develop vaccines for, for co- coronavirus. Huh? I've been tracking them. And I shared recently on Monday that Pfizer, they, they say they've come up with a vaccine, but they, it's still a process. But you know what that does? That knowledge, you know what that knowledge does for somebody? That somebody, somebody can now plan his life. That okay, it means that okay, last last, maybe by June, this coronavirus thing will be over. Then you now have some peace of mind to now start settle and plan your life. But if you don't know that anything is coming and you see the cases are increasing and whatever is happening, how would how would your life be? You'll be in fear. Oh, how man, when this thing end? We don't know when the thing will end. Maybe it's another five years. Some people are saying that it will be here for another four years. Some people are saying it will be here for another two years. And because of that, what would that bring? Anxiety. But when there is knowledge, when there is understanding, there is peace. So that's how he says this, how you shall bless the people of Israel. Amen. Maybe we should block that stairs again. We have to use this chair. Let me see. Here you can sit over here. You can just move that chair to block the... So that he doesn't go upstairs. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, verse 7 now says of Hebrews chapter 4. Sorry, of Proverbs chapter 4. Give me another 30 minutes and I'll be done. Amen. Another 30 minutes and I'll be done. Verse 7 now says, Wisdom is the word. So it's not understanding that is the principal thing, but understanding is the establishment. The Bible will say, by wisdom and house is built, and by understanding it is what? It is established. On, when you have understanding, you are saved. But it begins with wisdom. Amen? The Bible says, but we speak wisdom, the wisdom of God in the mystery, among them who are perfect. Praise God. It's, it's, it's very easy for me to just zero in on understanding, but I know where the roots I know where the root of understanding comes from. It's, I have to, it's wisdom is difficult to preach. But just bear with me. I have to teach it a little bit. So that we can really under, teach understanding. Am I am I communicating? Wisdom is difficult to preach. Because 
by for something to be wisdom, for something to be wisdom means it's a mystery. See, if you already understand my wisdom, then it's not wisdom anymore. <laughs> you read? So the Bible wanted to establish that the original thing is what is wisdom. That principle, if you find out the dictionary definitions of principle. Principle means the original. In accounting terms, principle, when you mortgage a house, am I communicating? When you mortgage a house and you are paying every every month, you pay principle and interest. Am I communicating? So if you buy a house for $150,000 and they tell you that your mortgage payment is $1,000 a month, out of that $1,000 a month, they will tell you that $700 is for going towards your principal, meaning towards the $150,000 mortgage payment. The rest of the $300, they will say, is going towards interest, meaning you are just dashing the bank money. Yes, every month. <laughs> By the time you really calculate, you'd have dashed the bank like 100 Say if you bought the house $200,000, you'd have at least dashed the bank $100,000 throughout just for interest. And they will, it's there, they will tell you, they calculate it for you. So they call it principal. Because principal is the original. You are paying down the, that's the original loan you took. So wisdom, wisdom is the original element of God. Amen. That's why it is the love of the Father. The love of the Father is wisdom. It's the will of God. The will of God is a construction of wisdom. Amen? I told you it's difficult, but when we'll pasture it. I told you, the, the message is simple. We'll have to pasture a journey to get there. Amen. Amen? What did I say wisdom is? Huh? The wisdom is the love of the Father. Is the original thing. Amen? Is the original element of God. Praise God. Now, let me show you a wisdom. Then I'll show you the understanding of the wisdom. And you now see why. Why wisdom? Why, why wisdom first? First Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 7 and 8. Or you can see, read 6 to 8. First Corinthians chapter 2. 6 to 8. Uh huh. Yet not the wisdom of this age. Wonderful. The rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Yes. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. For our glory. Verse 8. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord. They would not have. So it means that it was a wisdom. That going to the cross for Jesus was a wisdom. It was, it was a wisdom that nobody understood and it was better that way because if they understood it they would not have if they wouldn't have helped god to attain his goal so now let me give you the understanding of it who wanted that disciples did not understand it peter tried to stop him did he not <laughs> peter said no lord they're not he said get thee behind me satan for that separate not the things that be of god but the things that be of man so it was a wisdom meaning they did not get it amen but by that wisdom, you are saved today. The understanding of it is that by what Jesus did on that cross, eh, for generations to come, 
anybody who is born is going to be a symbol. It's going to be something that stands, something that speaks every day. That 2,000 years has passed. Everybody still recalls the story of a man going to the cross to die for your sins and three days resurrecting. Now, let's, 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 use, let's say he did not die. And let's say he became a king like King David. Okay? Let's say he became a king instead, like King David, and ruled Israel. Do you know you read? You know how they act Greek, Grecian mythology? Zeus and Co. That's how they be acting Jesus. There was a great king in Israel 2,000 years ago who beat down the Roman Empire and overcame. And then when he was in his old age, he died. That's all you will know about it. It will be a mythology. <laughs> Amen. So God, said, God knew that. God saw that he had to do something. He had to do something that speaks. It says, for the blood of Abel speaketh better, th- or the blood of Jesus speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Do you know Abel's blood was speaking in that generation? They knew what had happened. Adam and Eve knew what happened. Because after they gave birth to Seth. Oh my God. It means, it just as the world knows that, everybody knows that there was a man. On Christmas Day, they know that Jesus was born. Easter, they know that somebody died and resurrected. So everybody was living in those days. They knew that Abel had died. And his blood was speaking. So that's why Adam and Eve had said. Before Abel, they didn't have said. <laughs> God, yes, in the Bible. They didn't have Seth. Seth came as a result of that blood of Abel that was speaking. Seth came in place of Abel. In fact, Seth was another Abel. Because when Seth was born, men began to call upon the name of the Lord again. So God knows the wisdom. You need a matter to elongate if you want to do a roof. And God needed, God cannot come and tell Peter, James, and John to kill Jesus. <laughs> if you get me, God had to make sure he's his enemy, make sure he walks up, drums up the beat about it. That not only Israel will be involved, the Roman Empire will be involved. <laughs> Are you seeing wisdom? Wisdom is the original thing. When wisdom is coming to you, you may not have the understanding of it. Wisdom is that, that dimension of God of commandments that you don't understand. And you can't do that one if you have not yet received understanding, general doctrine of understanding. If you are not yet balanced. Amen. Because wisdom will tell you to do things that are unreasonable. Yes. That's what wisdom Because wisdom, the profit of wisdom is never today. <laughs> ah, yeah. that's, the ch- that's the problem with wisdom the profit of wisdom is never today the profit of Jesus dying on the cross was not that day that he died on the cross all that day every, if, he, if he was looking at that day he was seeing no reason to go to the cross his own people said they should crucify him rather than Barabbas a thief and a killer but oh, well, that thing will weaken you now the old people, the people that you love, they, <laughs> they saw a thief. They saw a killer. They say you should go and die. 
He said, if it's going to not do the girl, let me come out from this cross. <laughs> I'll cancel the going to the cross business. I'm done. No, but Jesus, the Bible says, for the joy set forth ahead of him. Wisdom. I, am I communicating? Wisdom, commandments from wisdom are never reasonable because they are never for your present day. You can't see the reason why from today. Why is God giving me this commandment today? It does not make sense. It's not rational. It's only a man who has made peace with God. Who we see that is, apart from understanding, is a root. Is an original thing. Amen. Is an original thing. That's why they speak wisdom among them that are mature. Many a times, when they want to describe eternal life, they use a tree, don't they? They call it a tree of life. There are three major sections of a tree. Amen? It has a root. Not so. It has a stem. And then it has the branches. That's how they are. Amen. When they want to call God, they call him God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the stem. He's the body. He's the chest. He's the heart of God. But do you know if you... The root is the invincible dimension of God. If you go to the throne now, you will see the Father. But inside him, he has, they call it the womb of mercy. Is inside him. Where his root is. His death, his will is. That's where he picks his will to do. He picks commandments for you to do. It's from that root. Now, so root, invincible, not so. But do you know if you take a root out and flip it, it looks like branch as well. I don't know if you got to be. Actually, if you dig out a big tree, you see the branches like that. The, do you get me? It just is a is branches. It's like the it's like the branches without leaf. That's all. So they are one. They call them God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Or wisdom and understanding. And in our Lord Jesus Christ is what? Is knowledge. Amen. Is the knowledge that you use to understand them. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, I'm now going to bring understanding. I just, I just wanted to just in, bring wisdom because you cannot bring understanding without wisdom. For like, yeah, hear it to me. <laughs> uh, what is wisdom? Wisdom is what? The principal thing is the original thing. Like, we can't skip it. If they say wisdom is the principal, principal means principal. It's the original thing. And the, by definition, wisdom is not understanding. Meaning you won't understand wisdom. It's the reason why to be able to do wisdom, you have to be foolish enough. You have to be meek enough to be able to obey that which you don't understand. To do that, that, that dimension of God. That wisdom. To actually do the will of God, you have to be able to be meek enough to obey that which you don't understand, which you cannot rationalize in your present day arrangements. Because wisdom is always thinking about the future. Wisdom is eternal life. 
Wisdom is always bringing life, your future life. When wisdom visited Abraham, he began to tell him about Genesis chapter 15. Tell him about how his generation will go into to Egypt for 400 years and how they will come out with great stuff. Excuse me, how did he know? <laughs> and that's exactly, Genesis chapter 15 is exactly what happened when they came out of what? Ex in Exodus. They, what did the Egyptians do when they were living? The Egyptians, they packed their gold and their silver and gave it to Israel. Because the prophet, the prof, that was the prophecy that was given by wisdom to Abraham. After that wisdom was given to Abraham, if you begin to study Genesis, I just, just give me a few more minutes on this. If you begin to study Genesis, Abraham began to go to places according to that wisdom instruction as a preparation, hear me, hear me, as a preparation for that prophecy, for that life, that wisdom that was given. Abraham began to take steps that led them to that Egypt. <laughs> yes. Am I communicating? Abraham began, what was one of the steps? Sent his servant to go and get Rebekah from whose house? From his own household. Go and get a wife from his own. Because he understands something. He, he, must, he was seeing something. Why? What, who, 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 got, who caused Jacob to receive the blessing? It was Rebekah. It was the choice of wisdom that cost. Abraham set, set up the generation for that prophecy. He began to take steps in according to wisdom. But let me, let me leave wisdom alone. Wisdom is deep. Wisdom is called the ye, the deep things of God. You can get lost in wisdom. <laughs> but wisdom is the, just know, wisdom is what? Is the principal thing. Well, okay, let me ask you a question. No. It's not the same wisdom. The wisdom that we are talking about is the one who gave birth to that one, that wisdom. Because that wisdom, that wisdom gave birth to wisdom. So they now call the one that he gave birth to the power and the wisdom of God. Christ, the power and the wisdom of God. What does that mean? It means Christ, let me, let me tell you why Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ was what God produced to reach out to creation, to you. That's why it's wisdom. Without Christ, God cannot reach you. So that's why it's called a wisdom. Christ is an extension who is both God and creation. Do you get me? Because by whom were all things made and for whom were all things made. So that's why he came in creation. But he was God and man. So God and man links in Christ. So God can relate with man in Christ. So that's why it's called the wisdom of God. So, the wisdom, that Christ, who is the wisdom of God, is actually, is part not understandable and part understandable. Meaning, is knowledge. That's how God made him. Knowledge that you can relate with. You, creation, can relate with knowledge. But as you begin to go deeper in the knowledge you can relate with, you will now be developing equipments to relate with knowledge that flesh cannot relate with as well. 
is all in that body of Christ. Does that help? Does that help? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we've passed through the... Amen. <laughs> are, we, are we ready now? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now let's finish it. Verse 7 says, Wisdom is what? Is the, and there's a reason how to pass through that. Wisdom is what? Is the principal thing. Therefore get what? Wisdom. Even though you won't understand, you get it. Then with all, then, you see, and with all thy getting, it means now use all the energy to get what? Understanding. Is understanding that actually you need. Is understanding that actually establishes you in the faith. Is understanding that brings you salvation. Is understanding that separates you unto God. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. But you can't, you can't, they won't give you understanding if you despise wisdom. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, many, many times, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Many times, by nature, we want to understand everything. But somewhere, they won't give you, they won't make you understand everything if you are not ready to be a fool as well. Now, imagine if you understand anything, everything and you're not ready to be a fool. You'll be a god for yourself. Yes. <laughs> so, they must break you on the inside. It's called man-child. Yes. Child is wisdom. Man is understanding. You must have child. Amen. You must be a child somewhere, meaning you must be a fool somewhere for God. Your foolishness is for God. So that God owns you. A man, and I won't lie to you, a man, a man, a man who, who God, who has gone for wisdom, a man who has submitted like a baby to God, there is nothing God will not give that man. Jesus tried it. Jesus gave everything. He was already reigning. He had thousands of people following him from all over the world. He was a, he was a king, literally, on the earth. But he gave up everything. He became a baby for God. He, he, meaning he became a fool for God. Excuse me, if somebody tells you to go and die somewhere, and you go, are you not a fool? Will, are you not a fool? So Jesus, though having all the knowledge, became a fool again for God. When God saw that thing, God said, I throw no God this way. <laughs> God said, if you want to come and find God, come and see Jesus. Meaning trust, he gave him everything. There's something you have to understand about that wisdom. Wisdom is love. If you submit to wisdom, you will see it here too. Wisdom will give you everything. That's the thing about wisdom. But not many people submit to wisdom because they don't understand wisdom. Amen. Can I continue? Amen. He said, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get. So meaning all you're getting. What does that mean? All you're getting. That is the hunger and test. Everything that we are going for now is what? Understanding with all that I get, but don't neglect wisdom. Give space in your, in your heart, in your soul, for the foolish things of, for, of God. For God to come and command you like a fool. Give that space. Because why is, why is it command you like a fool? It means when that, some commandments will come, it does not make sense. It's because it has nothing to do with your current situation. 
God is seeing ahead of you. That's wisdom. But understanding, you understand it. Understanding makes you balanced. Understanding makes you sound. When a man of understanding, oh my God, he looks sound. When you see a man of understanding, you want to be like that man. It's sound. Am I communicating? We, and that's why I say, say, with all thy understanding, all thy getting, get, get what? Understanding. Now, verse 8 now says what? Exalt her. Exalt who? Wisdom. Exalt her. And what will she do? She shall promote thee. Then what will happen? She shall bring thee to honor. give you glory. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You says there that when you exalt wisdom she shall promote thee remember I say wisdom is the original thing it will begin to build you up that's what the proverb is saying there honor is Christ honor is doctrine then it will move to the next one verse 9 and she shall give to thine head to thine head what an ornament of grace that's his father that's judgment Meaning, it, it builds you, it builds you up. Honor. So honor. Remember, I say Christ is the heart of God. Honor to head. It builds you up. It means wisdom will begin to preach to you. Amen. Wisdom will begin to preach to you. And every preaching is giving to you is doing what? Is building you up. And up is from honor to grace to glory. Amen. So I want us to read somebody who honored, who honored according to this this definition of honor, and what the Lord said concerning her. Luke chapter ten.
if you can receive this message, ah, uh, I say if you can receive this message, salvation. God is a builder. He will give you honor, grace, glory. That's that's salvation. Honor, grace, glory. Let's see it. Uh, Luke chapter 10, I read from verse 39. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Amen? Meaning that's his doctrine. But Martha was cumbered much with much serving. Both of them ready to honor the Lord. <laughs> they were seeking for honor, for pleasing. They were seeking to please honor. This was a honor discussion right here. Martha wanted to honor the Lord and then receive a blessing in return, which is also honor. Amen. But well, Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Imagine if you know how this, they were friends somehow. You know, they, they were, Jesus was friends with Martha and Mary Lazarus. He could have come to their house and Martha won't cook anything. Maybe just give him juice. Do you get me? It means she wanted to do something extra. She was really kumbad, meaning she wanted to cook. It wasn't just cook a normal meal. She, was, she wanted to please this man. She wanted to honor him. But Mary, not knowing Mary, wanted to do the same thing. <laughs> and Mary understood these prophets more than Martha understood these prophets. <laughs> Do you get me? I know that Jesus does not like to eat. He will eat. Do you get me? But he wanted to, there was a gauge of honor. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Who was honored here? Mary was honored. Amen? It means that the hearing, the hearing of doctrine brings honor to a man. Amen? Mary was honored here. Mary was, she was, uh, what's another word I can use? Do you get me? Mary uh, praised. I don't know what's another word I could use. But it's all honor, praise. Mary was honored. Let me just use that word. Amen. But what was she doing that brought her honor? She was hearing doctrine. It means doctrine brings to honor. Praise the Lord. I want us to see it again. Let's see a second witness. Uh, first Peter. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 7. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 7. 
honor. Are you seeing development? Praise, honor, and glory. Now, when I was talking about the Father, what He gives, He says He gives good doctrine. It means the doctrine that wisdom will exalt you with will bring you to honor. Am I communicating? You will keep hearing the doctrine. That same doctrine will give you an ornament of grace. <laughs> and when you have perfected the doctrine, then they will give you a crown of glory. Amen? Let me put it to you this way for understanding's sake. The doctrine of Christ... The doctrine of Christ teaches you knowledge, knowledge of Him. Amen? The doctrine of Christ teaches you what? Knowledge Knowledge of Him. But the first time you know, you are not understood fully yet. Am I communicating? But you can be keeping knowledge, but you don't understand. Like some of you don't understand all I'm saying today. (laughs) But let me be saying it, because what is entering your heart? Knowledge is entering your heart. They are, they, are, they are entering, there are places in your heart where these things are being stored. If you keep hearing these things, if you keep hearing these things, what will the knowledge begin to turn to? Understanding. Amen? Understanding. And understanding is what brings grace. Understanding will now teach you the skill of how to use it. That's what understanding does. When you understand, you now know how to do it, how to live by it. And when you are skillful in living by it, what would they call it? They call it grace. This man is gracious. Jesus Christ was a man full of grace. Meaning he had skill. He was doing it effortlessly. Amen? The reason why some of us be sluggish somewhere is because we don't have the full understanding yet. When full understanding comes, you become gracious with it. You will do it without strain, effortlessly. Am I communicating? Praise the name of the Lord. I want to read Proverbs chapter 4, 8 and 9 again. It says, Exalt her, exalt to exalt wisdom, and she shall promote you. Do you know that's how that's how that's how Christ came to be about wisdom. God is was his only begotten, his son. Proverbs chapter eight says, "I was the first of his works in the beginning." It means what wisdom speaks is Christ. What with what wisdom produced is Christ. So when you exalt wisdom, she will exalt you or she will promote you in that same ordinance. Amen? Wisdom will begin to teach you her Christ. Meaning we begin to teach you knowledge. Teach you knowledge. 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 Before you know it, you begin to turn the knowledge into understanding. Meaning into things, precepts that you can use to live. You understand it now. Amen. Give me one minute.
I want to make sure you understand this, this part of it. And it's very simple. Ephesians chapter 1. You will see it there again. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. Are we there? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 says, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in what? What's the next thing wisdom brings? Knowledge. Then what follows after that? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So it's wisdom, knowledge, then understanding. Amen. It's that this is salvation. It's wisdom. What? Then what? Knowledge in the knowledge of him, and then for what? Understanding. Now, when understanding comes, it's called an ornament of grace. Ornament means it's for your head. Ornament of grace. Ornament. Or it could be for you know an ornament. It's, it's, it's talking about the head region. It means you are coming into fullness now. It's the same doctrine, but it's turning into fullness. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. One man became like this that Jesus followed in his steps. Hebrews chapter 7. So we are just introducing this season. This is, this is like a new season of these things. Amen. The preaching of peace. So we are taking the time to see where he started from, the foundation of it. Knowledge. That's why it says the righteous nation that keepeth truth may enter. Amen. Meaning the righteous nation that keepeth knowledge. Because in the truth, in this Bible, this word that we call truth, what is inside is the knowledge of him that's in it. So when you are knowing these scriptures, you are knowing him. Then the Bible calls you righteous. Then what happened? What is the next qualification for a righteous man? To enter for peace. And peace is the understanding. I explained it earlier. When you have understanding, I used the COVID vaccine to explain it. You are what happens to your you are peace. This is what happened here in Hebrews chapter 7. Verse 1, it says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him. Please, can you give me 10 more minutes? I feel that people are beginning to drag me in this spirit. <laughs> I promise you, 10 more minutes. Amen? Are we okay? Uh-huh. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, 
priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham after returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation, you see the key, first being by interpretation, king of righteousness. Amen? And after that, so this one follows after. Is that clear? It follows after. And after that, what? King also, after that, also king of Salem, which is king of peace. Amen? And another scripture, Azar chapter 26, quickly. This is the season God will want some of us to come to peace. Righteousness and then peace. Amen. Only in the preaching of peace, there's also the preaching of righteousness. Because it's righteousness that leads to peace. Meaning it's knowledge. You keep in knowledge, then you begin to enter understanding. Hazard 26, verse 1 to 3. I read. Hazard 26, verse 1 to 3. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates, not so. The, who is this city? This is the city of peace. Amen. Is the city of what? So they say, open ye the gates, meaning the gates to peace. That the righteous nation which keepeth the truth, meaning those that they keep my commandments and live. Which keepeth the truth may enter in. So a man who is keeping truth, uh, truth is your visa for peace. A man who is keeping knowledge, knowledge of God in your soul is your access to the next level, to understanding. For them to them, for to them to make you understand, oh man, this is simple, this is simple, isn't it simple? For to them to make you understand, they must first install a new knowledge. Amen. Many of us sometimes maybe you hear a message, we've given you knowledge, but you don't understand it yet. Weeks later, you know, wow, so this is what Reverend was saying during convention. This is what they were saying. Am I communicating? I know some of you have called me when we have taught some things. Oh wow, so this now makes sense. So it was a question. Why was it a question in your heart? It was a knowledge in your heart, but you did not understand it. So when you keep knowledge, then you have the evidence, the seed that they can work with to turn that knowledge to comprehension. It takes time, it's why we encourage you, don't give up on this journey, you don't get weary. If you are not understanding yet, let the knowledge be entering your heart. Last, last, this is not Bible, we're opening. <laughs> let the knowledge be entering your heart. Over time, understanding will break forth. Am I communicating? I say over time, what will happen? Understanding will break forth. 
Mind you, that's where the thing will be on your heart for so long, you will not ask me the question. I don't know, you will ask me the question. Then I will now explain it. Or by open by the Holy Ghost. You will read there some scriptures you will read it. We haven't seen it in this life before. Before that day, you didn't understand it will just break. It means you've known it before, but you have not understood it. So the righteous nation who is keeping knowledge, you know, this is where this is where the, the, the warfare comes. Excuse me, hear me? This is where the warfare comes. A man who is not understanding but hearing knowledge, Satan will fight that man. What is he fighting you on to? To say you are not understanding this thing, just leave it alone. Just let leave it alone. That's the fight. That's the that's why it's only one fight. They say fight the good fight of faith. Can you fight the good fight of hearing knowledge? Hearing and hearing knowledge. Fight it until you understand, till you lay hold. As long as it's knowledge that is coming, keep hearing the knowledge. Keep storing the knowledge in your heart. A day will come where you'll be right for understanding. You'll be right to be harvested into the world of understanding. Am I communicating? Amen? When that day comes, are you seeing what understanding is salvation? When that day comes, there will be no devil that can tell you that this is not true anymore. <laughs> the reason why we are still tempted either way is because we don't understand it yet. But the day of understanding, you are at peace. Nobody can come and tell you otherwise. You get it. You know, I tell people the way, you know, the way I the way the consistency, the passion, the endlessness of preaching this thing is I'm seeing something you may not be seeing. It's why I don't stop. I am seeing something that you may not be seeing. It's what is driving the thing. So how can I now deny myself? When I have understood how God is, I will now say I don't want to teach it. I don't want to live it. Amen? It's not possible. God forbid. I am seeing light. In your life we see light. I am seeing truth. I am seeing my future. He is showing me the path of life. It is fullness of the spirit. It is fullness of God. Right now, fullness just forevermore. Oh, if I will say, by wisdom and house is built, by understanding is established, and by knowledge is filled <laughs> with treasures. They are adding treasures to me every day. They say I should not come and hear knowledge. Ah. Huh? Where they are, are being added to. When you have understanding of these things, you won't turn anymore. Doubt will be dealt with. Then salvation has come. You know what salvation is? Salvation is simple. Salvation is that salvation is like you cannot turn anymore. It's simple like that. Well, let me. It's simple like that. Well, let me explain it. Who is salvation? God is salvation. Not so. Amen. Who again is salvation? Eternal life is salvation. Not so. It is the promise he has promised us with eternal life. Now, in First John chapter five verse twenty, the Bible says, "This is the true God, that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding." 
Let's go there quickly. Maybe help me go there. First John chapter 5, verse 20. Let's read it. I want to explain this for you. I'm sorry, just today that will be like this. So please, I apologize. Well, it's a new season, amen? So I say it's a new season. Uh, it's not my fault. Every year, we to say it's a season of the Spirit. There was a questions for anyone who has I know Polakemi did have a question that was just flowing Amen Praise the name of the Lord Hallelujah Now I want to close it here Verse 8 and 9 of Proverbs chapter 4 It says Exalt her and she shall promote thee She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her She shall give to thine head so meaning she shall bring you to knowledge 
And the same, if you stay with, if you stay with it, if you stay on this path, you hear me? If you stay on this path, they won't only bring you to knowledge, they will bring you to understanding of the knowledge. So they will turn it to grace. Amen? They will turn the knowledge to understanding. You will understand the knowledge. And a man who has understood the knowledge is a man who has made peace. Because God knows that a man cannot talk. I am I communicating? I do hear me. Yeah. Now watch this language. It says, She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. You see, to thine head an ornament of grace. So you bring you your head to understanding. Then lastly, a crown of glory. So if the, the other one was, they were growing you up. They were growing you up. When they see you've made peace, they will clothe you. A crown of glory. It says you have given to your head the element of grace, then crown of glory. That's the capstone. Amen. That's what? Do you hear me? Grace. So it goes from knowledge to understanding, honor to grace, and then a man who has come to fullness of grace, a man who has come to fullness of understanding. What did they bless him with? What's the what's the a crown of glory? Amen. 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 Finally. Finally. Amen. Glory to God. I say it's only today. Amen. Finally. Finally. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, the last three verses. Second Corinthians chapter 3, the last three verses. through this season well with us. I, I, I mark you. What is going to cap this season? That's our worship life. Amen. If you, if, you, if you pass through this season with us, you're going to come out on with something. Amen. I said many of us, you have understanding that you never had before. It makes all the difference. All the confusion will be gone away. You know, a time is coming when Jesus said, when you are finished with us, he says, and they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest. Uh, at that point, <laughs> as I said, the teaching will not be too long. <laughs> but right now, we haven't got the other day yet. Let <laughs> me read the last three verses. I'm oh, sorry, Richard. Yeah. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. But we all with open face, 
recording as in the glass, wow. the glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image. Mark that one, image. Change into the same image. Who is that image? That's the knowledge. That's the Christ. And then change to that image. That same that image from what? From glory to glory. So this new covenant, New Testament, is a testament of glory and change. Or change for glory. So they'll begin to build you up according to that image. Honor. Grace. That's the image. Amen. Have I communicated? That's why they call Jesus Christ full of what? Grace and truth. Then he was just saying with Philip. Say, Philip, have you been with me all this while? If you have seen me, you have seen what? My father. Meaning at that point in time he has come to fullness. Fullness. Judgment, understanding was beaming out of him. He had come to what? Fullness. Image. That image has two things. Grace and truth. Amen. The image has what? Knowledge and understanding. And it's the same thing. It's just the same English. Just in different ways. Amen. That image, they call it in chapter 4, verse 4. They call it the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. In the face of Christ Jesus, say knowledge. That image, as that image is being painted to you by knowledge. Amen. Something happened to me this week. Uh, uh, you know, this week uh, I just, I just confess, so I've been spending a lot of time in the Book of Revelation. Just God has been leading me there, especially about the New Jerusalem, the New World, the New Jerusalem. For two years now, just been studying, studying, studying. While I was driving, because I traveled, I traveled out this week for work. While I was driving, I was still just listening to the I saw an image. I saw that city. I just saw it as an image. Jasper light, having the glory of God. I saw that. How come I didn't see the image two years ago? Because what forms image is content, knowledge, consistent knowledge. Consistent knowledge is forming the image of what you are knowing. You are beholding as in a glass, a glory of God. You are being transformed into that same image. As they are preaching Christ to you, Christ is turning your heart. They're not only your heart, eventually you also turn your mind, meaning give understanding. Before you know it, you start seeing a person, a person will start living inside you. An image will start living inside. And glory is a reward for that image. I say what? Glory is the reward for what? For that image. There is more. I can't push us anymore. I have to go to the second piece of No, no. No, I can't I can't go any further. Thank you so much for bearing with me today. Amen. The Lord bless you richly. The Lord reward you. I say this is a season you will go from glory to glory. I think for some of us, it'll be a quick walk of understanding. As you are known, you'll be understanding at the same time. You need to call it a prayer because not many people have that kind of operation. 
Amen. That you can be knowing and understanding at the same time. That God will show us mercy in this season. We thank you. Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We exalt your holy name. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are prayed. Amen. Let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you all, and for those online, God bless you. The Lord will reward you. The Lord will grant you, give you your ornament of grace in the name of Jesus, even in this season. Amen. God bless you. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You.